Hello, and welcome to Legal Management Talk, the official podcast of the Association of Legal Administrators. I'm your host, Justin Askenazy. So today, uh, we're joined by Tom Stevenson, who is the Vice President of Community and Legal Operations at Legal.io, and he also hosts the Dear Legal Ops podcast. Um, and he's going to talk to us today about what legal ops is and how it relates to uh, firm administration and other aspects of the business of law. Um, thanks, for, thanks for being here, Tom, and joining us. Uh, glad you could be here. How are you? Uh, I noticed that your your arm is a little uh, is in a sling at the moment. Yeah, Justin, thank you so much for having me on the show. I, for the listeners out there, I recently had a injury to my shoulder that resulted from a kickball injury. And I am, you know, I'm not a young child. So it was A, embarrassing explaining that, but B, man, it's very difficult only having one arm and realizing a two-handed world is an incredible world and I miss it. So yes, thank you for acknowledging the elephant in the room. Oh, sure. Like I can, <laughs> you know, I can imagine having, you know, really the use of only one hand as a, you know, as a drummer, like that's, if I lose one hand, I've lost my ability to do, you know, much of anything. So, um, so, you know, I'm glad that, uh, that it's, you know, I've always tried to, uh, I've always tried to, you know, carry a big stick when I walk. And so now I finally have gotten, I've gotten over it and I've embraced it to the point where when I go to dinner, I'm like, and by the way, can you cut up my food? Because that was also <laughs> another thing I absolutely forgot about until I right. was in that situation. Oh, exactly. so, yeah, it's, it's been a, a, an interesting journey, but I'm yeah. really excited uh, to be on the podcast here and talk about my favorite thing, legal ops. Yeah, for sure. Um, so first, if you could, uh, you know, I'm curious, kind of, first, what is legal ops? And also, how did you kind of get involved in that, in that world? Yeah, I, let's start with the how I got involved in this world, because I do think that's a key driver in, quote unquote, defining what legal ops is. I have worked in legal for, for almost 14 years now. And most of my career has actually been in law firms. I was in downtown Chicago for over a decade and specifically at a law firm that allowed me to focus on the practice areas of corporate reorganization, chapter 11 bankruptcies, litigation, and then just some adjacent corporate uh, practice areas themselves. So when I would do a chapter 11 bankruptcy and maybe instead of objecting on the creditor's side, we were representing the debtor. Well, I'd have to work with the tax group and the corporate group to understand business entities and registrations. And I just learned a lot of cross skills in a unique area. And yeah, ultimately rose up and decided I wanted to manage paralegals and then be more involved in law firm administration. And an opportunity presented itself to for legal operations. And now I have kind of an incredible path that's given me a lot of perspectives along the road. And when I was head of legal operations at Credit Karma, it allowed me to work with the law firm side and then work on the corporate side and have that diverse experience. And now I get to 
run community and legal operations for an in-house legal talent and tech marketplace that really just kind of inspires the next generation to level up their skill sets. And I think that is really resonating and relevant to a lot of the legal administrator listeners out there. Yeah. So, I mean, I couldn't help but notice that, you know, you kind of mentioned a lot of uh, aspects, you've kind of been involved in a lot of aspects of a lot of our members are involved in at their firms um, in terms of administration. So how how exactly does legal ops relate to um, how of how law firm operations are run on a daily basis? Yeah, so legal operations in the corporate sense is running legal like a business. It's focused on, I have defined it as six essential functions. So you have a people operations, you have, you know, knowledge and risk management, outside counsel, external initiatives, four is financial planning and spend analysis, five is technology data analytics, and the last one is project management and practice operations. And when you boil down those six, it really is running the people, payments, process, and technology. So the HR, the money, the technology that helps with automations and efficiency, and then the project management, program management, and really just operational management. And legal operations in that law firm context, it's the same, right? It's defining as a strategic and data-driven management of the law firm's resources. So you also are trying to reduce costs and increase efficiency. And it's really about running the legal side of a firm like a business. I think that corporate legal operations and a lot of the associations and educational initiatives trying to help the next generation become more involved will stem from the law firm side and a lot of it through those that are currently in uh, legal administrator positions. And so how important is it for uh, administrators to think about um, about this from an, op- from an operations side? Um, you know, especially nowadays where everything's changing with technology and, um, you know, the economy is still up in the air every day. Uh, you know, so how, what, how important it is, is it for kind of the, the mindset to change in that way? Yeah. So think of legal operations as. Oh my, I'm going to use a car reference here. Here we go. As an engine room of a law firm. Right? So it's the, it's the engine room. It's the one that keeps it going. It, it makes sure that it's turning forward. It's where we really take that strategic data-driven approach to managing our resources. Because we're trying to you know optimize outcomes, reduce spend, boost efficiency. So it's really about treating the legal side of the firm as its own business. And Legal administrators, they're the, they're the mechanics and the architects of this engine room, right? They're the ones that are navigating the complex legal landscape and working with their various partners or company stakeholders to protect the firm's interests and help it succeed. And that's where I think that legal ops and legal ed- firm administrators can find a lot of the similar attributes and things that make legal operations great because they are are doing it just in a different lens. Right. And so I know there's uh, there's also corporate uh legal ops. And so how is uh you know, are there examples from that that translate well to uh running a firm? You know, how similar or different are they? Yeah. 
What I do think is interesting is so corporate legal operations is is the the name uh, that has been adopted by the profession essentially. However, we are starting to see a lot of legal innovation in law firms that are adopting legal operations. It's we haven't seen too many of them, but I I know a couple of firms that have hired a legal operations manager or legal operations director, and so the corporate legal operations part is specific to an in-house team. And I I do think that they have different um, things that they may focus on that are different than what could be a legal operations side, more of a law firm, but not that they don't have too many common things. I think the big differences are obviously an in-house team is more focused on getting quality value for outside legal counsel spend. And the law firms are the ones who are doing the work and making sure the accruals are submitted on time and 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 keep preparing budgets. And so there's a lot of synergies there, but it's absolutely once one side has a different perspective than the other. Other corporate legal ops functions that are similar but different as well too is when it comes to that strategic planning, right? And so the law firms are are really thinking about how do they add more value to their clients, which would be us. And we're always focusing on how can we add value to our customers. And through that, it's the due diligence of that relationship. So relationship management is important. It's just, once again, in a different perspective. And I think focusing on that value, it's not just about doing the legal work. We're trying to deliver value to the business. And I think legal operations can be the same for law firms when you put on that lens. Gotcha. And uh, I know I know you mentioned the the six different aspects of of legal ops. Um, you know, can you kind of can you kind of walk me through a little more um, each one of those um, briefly, and then and then how and you know how they uh, relate to the you know day-to-day running of a of a firm or or an in-house uh corporate legal ops department. Yeah. And, and this is this is where I think the rubber meets the road, right? This is where I there is a lot of similarities. And I'm hoping that we can start to have more conversations on the law firm side about legal operations because when so the first one is people operations and strategic planning. On the corporate side, corporate legal operations side, that would be, you know, us being able to onboard new legal team members to when you're the head of legal operations or chief of staff, you're sitting in when it comes to budget planning for next year. Well, legal administrators are doing the same thing, right? They are taking probably the onboarding of new paralegals or any law firm uh, employee, as well as probably sitting at the executive level when it does come to budgeting and salary and uh, reviews or annual bonus time, you know? Knowledge and risk management is the second one. For corporate in-house teams, it's really about making sure we keep our standardized templates together. And risk management is protecting the risk of the business and making sure that we're in compliance with privacy programs. And you know, for law firms, I know that knowledge management has really been a big initiative over the last number of years to making sure that people have the right resources and the right knowledge to focus on their roles. And risk management, 
you know, there's always going to be the risk of the of the law firm. Are you taking on clients or are you making sure that you're looking out for the wellness of the company? Outside counsel and external initiatives. This is where there's, <laughs> I think there can be a lot of more conversation between the legal operations side of it because for law firm administrators, it's always about getting that time in, right? You're chasing down, making sure that that's in, that it's it meets the accrual schedules. Well, we're also focused on the exact same thing. It's we are told by our FP&A or our AP or finance teams that we need to get the accrual numbers in because we have duties as a publicly traded company or even a startup that you have to project those. And so when it doesn't happen on the law firm side, we get frustrated and we could probably do a better job on both sides of having more billing summits or figuring out ways that we could collaboratively work together. And I think legal administrators could help with that on the corporate legal ops side. Financial planning and spend analysis. This goes back to if you're a legal administrator, especially at a large law firm, you have a budget and you have a team and you're, you know, planning out bonuses and you're, you're thinking of the way that the company is spending money. And so for us, that's just making sure that we're spending our money and doing our budget appropriately, but it's the same for legal administrators. Finally, fifth, or I'm sorry, fifth one is technology and data analytics. And that is we're all, on the corporate side, we've been really focused on contracts administration and e-billing and workflow automation. And on the law firm side, I know it's really been knowledge management and document management and e-discovery. So they're, they're, the, the maybe technical programs are a little bit different, but at the end of the day, it's how can we utilize the technology to do something quicker, faster, and more efficiently? Um, and then how can we use data analytics, whether it's through on the law firm side, it's, you know, this is how much we spent or yeah, this is how much we charge this is how much we spent. This was the profit. Could we have done it at a better rate? Right. Or could we have increased our profitability? So data analytics, absolutely. And then finally, fifth project, or I'm sorry, sixth project management and practice operations. And this is where, yeah, we're all just focused on making sure legal operations have legal operations teams, legal administrators usually oversee managers or teams. And so it's the same focus area of how can, as a law firm or as a corporation, how can we make sure our day-to-day practices are more efficient, are easier to understand? How are we making sure lawyers are focusing on the practice of law? And if it's not the practice of law, how can we be focused on the practice operations? Right. And I know when you're talking about uh, efficiency, um, you know, I think across all those areas, uh, the, you know, the answer to how do we get more efficient is a lot coming down nowadays to, uh, new technology, AI, um, you know, and all those, uh, DMSs and all, and all that. Um, all we can talk about is AI. Right. Um, you know, and I, I don't know if you call yourself an AI expert at all, but <laughs> as somebody who's, uh, you know, involved in making these processes more efficient. How have you seen uh, AI kind of evolve and where do you see it headed? Um, you know, should more people be adopting those uh, that technology? Yeah, AI is so fascinating because one of the places we are seeing 
AI present a golden opportunity is in the landscape of legal operations. And I think that's on both sides. I think it is boosting the efficiency and streamlining the workflows. If you're a legal administrator on the law firm side or your you know, corporate legal operations on the in-house side, we really should both collectively be understanding the technology change by researching it and having that strong desire to define what would be an appropriate AI policy to be used for non-proprietary privacy or compliance issues and see what it could do ultimately and foster a safe and responsible arena of innovation. On the on the in-house side we're seeing a lot of corporations define those policies in-house and then start to use it for the business practices and operations. And this can be, okay, we have, we've done X amount of contracts per year, right? And so we want to understand how can we in, increase the output for the ones that should take less time. And so they'll run data and they'll throw that into whether it's a generative AI or something that's already built into a tooling or technology like an e-billing system. And they'll use those inputs for outputs that give them the strategies and the ways to make their operations more efficient for the broader legal team. And we're seeing that, I hope, in the law firm side as well, too. How can you utilize generative AI for if maybe there's a standard template that needs to be done for a motion or if there is a standardization for onboarding that could be used through chatbots and things like what could we use as resource hubs and knowledge management with the use of AI to help increase the operations of a law firm. And, um, and you're right, we could go on talking about, yeah, <laughs> sorry, for, I know that was for a, a long time. <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, I know there's so much we could say, but, uh, you know, even beyond that, what else have you found that um, that administrators maybe, um, in terms of you know, efficiency and legal ops, maybe that they haven't been uh, paying as much attention to as they should, or um, something that they don't know that they should know? Um, what have you What have you found in your experience? Yeah, I think first it's. You can easily get caught up in the day-to-day tasks, but I think if legal, administ- if legal administrators would take a step back and ask themselves, how can they bring more value to their role in the firm? I think a lot, or in legal operations, we are learning that it's understanding a new skill or finding a better way of doing something that maybe you've been doing for years. The key is really to keep pushing yourself. And then when you push yourself. It's about making sure that you're staying up to date on the technology. It's been very easy to identify that when we have these seismic transformations in the way that we practice law or run legal like a business, it's always been driven by technology, whether it's the e-discovery movement or now AI. And so instead of just pretending like it doesn't exist, right? Or that it's not going to be a thing. Let's actually talk about technology. Even if your firm isn't the most tech savvy, that doesn't mean that you can't be. And I think legal administrators have a golden opportunity here to stay curious about the latest legal tech trends because you never know when that knowledge is going to come in hand. And then you could potentially be the hero 
that is just the right tech solution because you're staying on top of it. And I think finally, it's what we're talking about with the AI. It's it's about never stopping to learn. It's easy to get caught up. So, um, you know, at Legal.io, we are doing a webinar with Ford Motor and we're excited because it presents an opportunity for any legal professional to come in and understand how an in-house team like Ford, which, you know, it's not the most, you know, it's an old industry. It's, it's, it's something that probably isn't, you would say, at the precipice of legal technology, but they've been utilizing generative AI in their in-house legal team for a while, and it has driven successful results. And then you're like, well, how did you do that? Right? Because all we hear is you can't use chat GPT. And so they're really going to dive into what it means. And I think that's what legal administrators know should start doing to be successful in their operations so that they can incorporate legal operations into their role and and hopefully transition into uh, the role they need to. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, that's really interesting. You're right. I wouldn't think of, uh, a car company really, you know, using that tech, being at the forefront of that technology, but that's, uh, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm really excited. We're doing, we're doing a four part, uh, AI webinar series and legal IO has partnered with our clients and some of the industry leaders to have real conversations about not just like what is chat GPT. It's more than a discourse. It really is. How can we make AI relatable? The next segment in the series is going to be about policies, right? How do you craft those policies? What should you be looking for? And what are practical ways? And we just, yeah, I, I think the more that we lean into the community and the more that we lean into fostering those collaborative opportunities to have these conversations, the easier it will be for whether it's legal administrators or corporate legal operations professionals to continue to make sure that they're the ones at the forefront of leading what will be the next generation of X, Y, or Z. Exactly. Um, well, I mean, on that note, uh, you know, I'll give it a shameless plug for ourselves that if, uh, if you uh, want to stay up on all the information about ChatGPT and AI, um, and the latest technologies, you know, we're always, uh, covering that here at Legal Management Talk and in Legal Management Magazine and our other publications. And, uh, I'll also, uh, give a shameless plug to the Dear Legal Laws podcast. If you, uh, want to learn more about that side of things, I know, you know, I'm sure there's so much more we could cover, um, you know, more than this, this brief conversation. So, uh, but I'm really uh, glad you could be here. Thanks, Tom. Um, and, uh, and I'm glad we could kind of shed a light on, on this other, uh, new way of thinking about, about law firm administration. Thank you so much. And I'm, as somebody who spent more than a decade on the law firm side, I truly do mean it. So thank you so much, Justin, for having me on the podcast today. Of course. And, uh, you know, continued best wishes for your, uh, for your arm and, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, very excited to spend the rest of my summer in a sling. So I'm right, very yeah. excited. <laughs> uh, but, uh, now thanks again. And, uh, thanks again to our, uh, viewers and subscribers for tuning in. Uh, if you want to, uh, hear more legal management talk, you can find us on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. 
And as always, you can learn more about ALA at alanet.org. Until next time.